What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Kyle Brown, and tonight we are bringing you episode 390, but I am not alone. Tonight with me I have... Cousin Wayne. Matt Wade. And Rachel Plantinga. Yeah, we don't have Brad or Nathan here tonight. It's not a sausage fest for <laughs> once. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sausage sizzle, right? There you go, yes. Oh, yes. It's an Australian term, Wayne. Just like bunnies. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Versus, everyone. Uh, tonight we are broadcasting from the Dragon's Lair, as we usually do. And when we do that, that means there's a good chance that some of these films might be spoiled for you tonight. So if you don't want to know what that is, then fucking get over it. Oh, and speaking of fucking get over <laughs> it, sometimes, much. sometimes we say some unsavory language. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, Rachel, you're from Australia, so you use uh-huh. the C word pretty just fluently, uh, right? Ah, yes. Yeah, so yeah, you might you might hear the C word. Us guys, we typically don't throw that one around. In the so for all, just a bunch of cunts roll with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She means it with love. It's not a, it's not derogatory. Sometimes, sometimes, right? sometimes, sometimes uh-huh. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Other times, you're just a cunt. Right? <laughs> and uh, for those of you that are new listeners or just have, like, the memory of a goldfish, uh, Matt, can you explain <laughs> what a versus is? A versus is uh, basically our version of Fight Club. Uh, we did mm. two movies against each other. Only, usually only one movie leaves. Uh, we've actually had an episode recently where that was not the case. There was actually more than one movie that stuck around at the end. Uh, but basically the rundown is we have a list of idols. Um, whatever film wins the most idols uh, possibly can get kicked up to Pantheon. We have a discussion at the table. If uh, it's a unanimous decision, it's up to, to the council. Six out of nine votes gets it into Pantheon, and that's pretty much it. Absolutely. Fucking Absolutely. nailed it. Nailed it. First yeah. try. Well, this isn't our yeah. second or third or eighth take. I've been around you. a you while. Just use a smoke. Have you been smoking weed? I, I, I did earlier. Are, are, are you having a stroke, maybe? <laughs> I like, could be. That... <laughs> Might be like a tumor. Or... That'll do it. Either way, I'm good. Well, I'm going to try to corral all three of you buffoons. Because um, as you can tell, like I said, Brad is not here tonight. But he did want to throw out there that he, he is. Thinks, he's just, you know. He is, but he's, he's sitting off to the side. He's drunk and passed out, and we're going to do things to him later. Um, but oh, I- yeah. <laughs> you fucking know it. But before we started, he wanted me to let everyone know that he thinks tonight is going to be an absolute bloodbath. He thinks one of these movies is going to bust the other one's ass. So I don't think uh, he's wrong. You know, I, don't, I don't think he is either, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, and those movies that we're going to break down tonight are what, Wayne? Uh, we got Ghostbusters 1984, uh, directed by Ivan Reitman, starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and the late and great Hale Ramis. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, 97% IMDb Oof. score, 7.8. Low wow. on that. Uh, Gremlins, directed by Joe Dante, starring uh, Zach Galligan, uh, Phoebe Cates, and Hoyt Axton. Who the fuck yeah, that guy yeah. is? That was Whatever. the dad. That was the dad in the movie. And the dog named Mushroom. Yeah, thank you Don't very much. Mushroom. Corey Feldman's in it. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he is. Who uh, Rotten Tomatoes score eighty four percent. Pretty low uh, on that. Yeah. But the IMDb uh, score seven point three. So not too far off. Yeah, as far IMDb as IMDb score. goes, not so far. And that's you know that's not critics. That's you know people that watch the movie and fucking rate it. So, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. a, as far as indic- we know, that's more indicative of the masses, as we say. Ooh, yes. I like that. Mm. Um, but you notice the scores are, are kind of far off on the Rotten Tomatoes, so why are we doing these two movies specifically? Same year, uh, Creature Features, right. uh, both uh, just big classics for the 
the early to mid '80s. I yeah, think. these yeah, I mean, these are movies that like shaped you know the millennials sort of like fucking repertoire on like horror comedy or Generation stuff. X. Thank yeah, you very sure, much. Generation X as sure, well. We just sit back yeah. and watch you fuckers go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both these movies came out in 1984. They're both horror comedies. They've got. Uh, they're both PG, I think. Even even though they're you're, you're even though that. they're even though they're both a little racy at times. Uh, we got like it was a, the eighties, bro. You gotta roll. Yeah, with there's it. like a blowjob scene in one of these movies. <laughs> and, we're dumb kids. Yeah. It's fine. Is that a blowjob? <laughs> no. Who just got their dick sucked? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Uh, but before they we get... came out of the same day, by the way. The same Ooh, day? Did I know that. Very wow. nice, bro. Yeah. Very June nice. 8th? Is that right? Yeah. June 8th? Matt, you're... That sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Rachel's more specific than Matt. That's fucking awesome. Kudos on you, girl. <laughs> now, we're going to get things kicked off, but before we do, we have to, to bring something up, don't we, Wayne? Yes, yes, unfortunately Oh, uh, he's do. looking a little sad over here. Um, I am feeling so a little sad. If you've listened to the podcast, Brad has set on a uh, weight loss challenge for Wayne. Now, Wayne, uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, somewhere in there. Yeah, about that. You were about 270, 275. About 270, 275, yeah. and uh, the goal was for me to get down to 220. And I made that at 214, and then uh, shortly after that, uh, Brad said, hey, I'll give you $100 if you can maintain mm-hmm. that 220 or underweight. And tonight, I missed it by just uh, two uh, fucking pounds. Yeah. Shame. Shame. Much shame. Shame, shame, Throwing shame. 100. And by the last podcast, you were still under. I was. I was so, about 212, 214. You've been eating hot time. dogs and drinking 40s a lot, huh? I, I have been. <laughs> Thank you, ghetto beer. You know I'm what, not... though? That's like, it's such an, a great effort. Thank you. It's Thank an you. amazing effort, that. regardless of 100 bucks or not. Yeah. That's but Brad, huge. I think I think I've done pretty well. I mean, I've you still have. stayed fifty pounds under. I mean, absolutely, yeah. that's, that's very a good. huge difference. And because you've done so well, Brad did want to give you a little bit. He's got a card here with some nice he words did. in it that he probably scratched out because you fucked up. Oh, he probably uh, fucking did. <laughs> but also a little bit of cash, you know, to oh, help yeah. lose it those. It says, uh, uh, "Congrats on the weight loss." Uh, family has to watch out for each other, which we always fucking do. Uh, you've earned this money. Uh, stay healthy. Can't. Uh, Whew, what's that? Go oh, continue and continue to crush your goals. Much love, Brad. And oh yeah, eat a dick for costing me at least twenty five dollars. You bastard! <laughs> Remember, donkey raping shit eater. Love you lots, bro. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. You're more than just a cousin. You know that. What? And I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and we might hear some delays tonight uh, as we're going through this because Matt is calling in. Where are you calling in from, Matt? I'm calling in from Durham, North Carolina. Man. You're a long ways off, bro. Yeah. Get your ass back to Indiana. (laughs) Is coronavirus happening there, too? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it is. I mean, we're still pretty pretty close down. Do you have to wear a mask? Yep. Yeah, everyone should be wearing masks, right? We're not gonna we're not gonna preach to you about mm-hmm. it. You should just fucking know at this point and don't be a donkey raping shit eater, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Cannot argue with that. Alright guys, you ready to get this thing underway? I'm ready. Let's fucking ready. roll. Alright. Wayne, you kick us off with best film location. Alright, I had to go with uh, Ghostbusters uh, headquarters. What a great fucking idea. You've got the sold up firehouse place, uh, it's run down, and as Egon says, the place is a demilitarized zone. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Ray slides down the fucking pole. Can we spend the night here? Let's try it out. And, and it is. And it is. And what, just what a fucking awesome idea of this old firehouse turned into Ghostbusters Central. Fucking beautiful. I love it. Beautiful. Matt? 
Uh, I'm going a little flash here. I'm still going mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, but I am going with the Gozer Temple, uh, specifically the one at the top of Dana Barrett's apartment. Uh, it looks cool. Um, it's called, it, bro. Especially the, the uh, juxtaposition of it in the apartment, the clouds overhead, the lights, the fog, everything. It's just a really cool uh, location for a final fight. And, yeah, I, could, I couldn't give it to anything else, so... It, that's where I'm going with the golden idol. Absolutely, yeah. We've good seen choice. that copied. Yeah, we've seen that copied for decades now. Yeah, we'll good answer, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rach, what about you? Well, I also went with the fire station headquarters. Hell yeah, girl! It's cool as hell. Uh, fireman pole. Who doesn't want a fucking fireman pole yeah. in their house? I, at 36 Boom. years old, would have one right now. Uh, the building's awesome. They can set up their little office space there in the back. It's it's run down. It's shitty, but it's like. Perfect for what they're doing. So that was definitely my choice, too. Especially the way they started out. Nobody believed in these fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they just got this shitty little what have you that turns into such a big, booming, yeah. you know, this is fucking New York. Yeah, that's yep. great. Um, and that's where I'm going, too. The fire Hell department, yeah. the, nice. fire, the firehouse headquarters. <laughs> I love, yeah, we talked about the pole. We've talked about how there are, you know... Um, this beautiful tall building with enough room to park the the Ecto One in there. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. So yeah. Great. You get any and these little work brake lines. Yeah. <laughs> like Forty eight hundred. Exactly. Hey, that's what fucking matters. All right. Wagon, yeah. They've got this you know shitty little eating area when they're eating Chinese food, and then they got to run and slide down the pole and go to their little closets to get their fucking stuff. This and, is and the out. last of our yeah. glorified. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean this this location is so iconic. Like it's in the Spider Man video game on PS4. You can mm. you can swing around the city and like go by the building. And see like a Ghostbusters like emblem painted okay. on the side. Everybody of it. knows this. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, just a it's thing. just such a fucking iconic place. Uh, Fatality, <laughs> clean sweep. Yeah, For <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, not uh, not the same location, but uh, but all the, the same movie. Just bullshit. <laughs> Shut up, April. Kick the balls. We got we got some drunk people uh, sitting around us. So and I'm one some. of them. So get yeah. fucked. Yeah, kick the balls is fucking amazing. April. Shut your ass. Gremlins is this shit. We'll see. All right. Um. Next up, Wayne, best character. Uh, you know, this uh, took me a little bit, but I went with Ghostbusters, and I went with Ray Parker. Ray Parker? I, did, the, I, I loved The him. guy who sang the song? No. That's Ray Parker Jr. Are you yeah, my bad. Ray my Winston? Ba- yeah, Ray Winston, <laughs> my bad. I apologize. <laughs> Been drinking uh, quite a fucking bit. You thinking Stan? Yeah, we're, I, now I, we're I, I'm, I'm thinking a guy named fucking Ray. Okay? <laughs> oh, Ray, gotcha. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, did, I loved it. He was... You know, you, you had like, a, you know, had the scientist part. You had Bill Murray, you had Egon Spangler, mm-hmm. and then you had, you know, then you had like your blue collar guy. You had Winston. Mm-hmm. Who do you have in the middle? You've got Ray. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, in Gremlins, I'm sorry to anybody that loves that movie. Every character was fucking pathetic, so I could not, I could not even. <laughs> wow, such, yeah. such a beautiful, smart way to Both play. of you. <laughs> yeah, back at you. Uh, I had to go with Ray. Ray uh, he was funny, he was smart. He was very well acted, very well written, great lines. You know he's well scenes. written since he wrote the screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, call it what yeah. you will, and you're right. You're, you're not wrong at all whatsoever. Call it what you will, but point is, best character. <laughs> all right. What about you, Matt? Who's your best character? I am going with Peter Venkman. Uh, I really felt that he really made Ghostbusters what it is. I mean, you have these two oh, at the beginning. Ass. You have these two scientists <laughs> who take Ghostbusting really seriously. Like they're the brains behind the operation, mm-hmm. and then you have Peter Venkman, who is a little bit more of a doubter, who's in it for just to fight ghosts 
and uh, just to be cool. And, you know, he's a wise ass. He likes to goof off, wisecrack. And he really, before Winston shows up, he's more of the uh, audience stand-in, the saying, like, you know, like, what's, you know, what's going on, all this stuff. And, uh, but, uh, of course, he also brings a lot of the humor to it, because whereas, uh, Ray is more uh, of a goofy sense of humor, and Egon's more deadpan. He's like much more the jokester. He has, of course, a lot of the best lines of the movie. And yeah, like I said at the top, he makes Ghostbusters what it is, and I don't think it would have been the same without him. So that's where I'm going. Nice, Rich. Uh, I went with Ray Stance. That's oh, um, great. As a huge fan of the paranormal, I really, really appreciate that he just geeks out totally. Um, right at the very beginning, they go to the, pub- the New York Public Library, and he's so excited. He's so ready to see something, and his his whole reaction of, um, oh, wow. get her! <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally backfires. And I, I just love seeing... He has this great plan. Yeah, he's so excited. He loves what he does. He's genuinely he he wants to see something. He wants to experience. He wants proof, and um, I think that just that just makes him such a great, interesting, um, just an interesting character. Yeah, and we forget that mm-hmm. like he's a professor too. Like he's mm-hmm. he's yeah. an intelligent yeah. man, but he comes off as like the dumb he's guy. He's kind of like the geeky, excited, uh-huh. like innocent, yeah, in a innocent way. exactly. Like he's mm-hmm. just in it for the pure joy. Yeah, of finding something, and discovery, exactly. And which he's, is he's just the child amazing. of the group, basically. Yeah. He just, he just, wants he, does, he does. He has that childlike curiosity. He does. But yeah, he's that. got so much intelligence to back behind that curiosity. Yeah, it, fucking get that. I was really hoping you were gonna go Spangler because I'm going Winston <laughs> Zeddemore, and it would have been cool if we all named a different dude, Ghostbuster. Dude, <laughs> Winston almost fucking nailed it for me. I love Winston. Lie. Winston is the underappreciated Ghostbuster. Yeah, he's the blue collar guy that mile. brings those guys yeah. to the ground. I love when they bring in Winston, and Winston's just like, I don't know, do you sign paychecks? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, then I'll, I'll believe, believe it. I'll believe whatever, it as long as there's a paycheck in it. Uh, he's yeah. the most like level-headed guy. Like I fucking love Winston. He's just so underappreciated. They bring him in like late into the movie, and he just like does his own thing, and is just like a guy who's just there to do a job. He doesn't. Doesn't even really fucking believe in any of the shit. He's just like, whatever, just give me money. Exactly. <laughs> I'll do what, I'll do what you want, want as long as there's a paycheck. <laughs> All right, Wayne. Best duo. Uh, this one was a little outside the box. Uh, this one, one of the hardest awards I've had to do. But uh, I went with Ghostbusters. Uh, Stay Puff and New York City. Oh. Ah, interesting. You know, it, it just... Because uh, you know, there, there was a lot of good... You know, I didn't like Gremlins, obviously. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, fuck you too, April. And uh, <laughs> but I mean, I did. I like you get the Ghostbusters team. You had a you know a quad of people. So I thought, what is the best duo in these? You know, who's not pathetic <laughs> and so forth? And I went, you know what? <laughs> who's not pathetic? I'm getting a the giant... finger and everything else from April right now. Who's not pathetic? A giant marshmallow in a town <laughs> and a, a huge fucking town. A Thank you so much. Town. Yeah, right. And the whole setup for that. I mean, who would have known? You know, I mean, like, even they said, you know, you know, choose your destroyer. And, you know, uh, Vakeman's like, hey, clear your thoughts. Don't think of shit. And then, like, you know, Gozer's like, hey, you chosen. Oh, who fucked up? Right. And Ray's like, yeah, my bad. Stay puff. <laughs> you know, and you've got this huge marshmallow guy crashing through one of the biggest cities, not only in the U.S., but in the world. Right. And, Densely and populated. Him. Thank you. And I think you're right that New York... It's a character in its own right in this movie. In a, in a lot of movies where New York is the setting, it tends to become its own character. It does. It has its own personality. Mm-hmm. It's not just a city. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it does. It has its own character, its own personality, its own. It, it does. It becomes an, an entity into itself. Right. Not just for the U.S., but I mean for the world. So you've got this giant fucking marshmallow and the city <laughs> that yeah 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 see you too girl and, you know and you, you've got everything and you blend those two together and I think you've got the perfect fucking duo yeah cool thank you <laughs> what about you Matt I am also going Ghostbusters I'm going a little more traditional with Peter Venkman and Dana Barrett uh, that really was close that, that was really, close for me it's a relationship that really shouldn't work um, initially of course but she's um, not into him at all. That's how a lot of uh, comedy, romantic comedy um, setups are. Uh, then eventually she gives into his charms. It kind of skips over a bit because she gets turned into a demon dog, so it's not, yeah, it's not really entertaining. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of a cheat, but I mean, eventually, so by the end, um, I don't. They don't quite go through uh, a proper arc as they should, but it's believable because it helps that the characters have chemistry. More importantly, the actors have chemistry. So I give it my best duo. Okay. Yeah. I think um, even though we're not we're not talking about Ghostbusters two, their arc definitely continues in yeah. the oh, second yeah. movie, which I think is oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, um, my best screen duo goes to Ghostbusters for uh, Ray and Venkman. Um, they have great chemistry. Um, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray have a relationship outside of the movie, and I really feel like you can you can feel that. You feel that they're friends. You feel that they have a really great rapport together. Um, they work well. One's kind of the, the smart-ass, witty, you know, dry guy. And the other one's the straight sort of like he's, you know, we talked about it earlier. He's in it for the, for the ghost hunting. And, um, I think together they're, they're just a really great pair. He's also in it for the ghost blowjobs. Don't forget. That too. Yeah. How could you not be that in that for that? That is an added perk to the I'm job, sorry. yes. And a, a, a blowjob from Slimer. <laughs> that alone kind of gets me a little, you know. Uh, my best duo is also coming from Ghostbusters, but it's a different one. It is uh, Egon and Janine. Good. I, I oh. fucking love every time yes. that they share. I love when they share the screen together. They're like, they feel so natural and like, I don't. I don't care if Dana and Peter get together. I really don't give a fuck. Like he's kind of creepy in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Even on like he's like saying some real weird like shitty. What just do some shit to keep busy? In in the time of Me Too, he would be like canceled real fast. But like uh, with Janine and Egon, it just feels so innocent and right. Like yeah, it is like every she's clearly like hitting on him. Clearly is like. What are you seeing? I collect spores and molds. Spores spores, (laughs) molds and funguses. I find that fascinating because he's such he's such a geek and nerd. He doesn't understand that like this woman is clearly flirting with him hardcore. Adorable and it's so so amazing. I love Annie Potts is just like that was like one of my crushes as a kid too. Agreed. So she was cute. All right, Wayne. Who is your best villain or antagonist? Uh, this, you know, I almost wanted to go with Stripe oh, and Gremlins, but at the end of the day, I still went with Gremlins. But I went with Ruby Deagle. Uh, oh. What a fucking bitch! <laughs> a, a modern day Karen. I mean, like you can say what you want to about Stripe. You can say what you want to about uh, uh, Gozer, uh, this uh, demi goddess who wants to take over the city. The world, destruction, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this fucking cuntwad walks into a bank and she says, Your dog is going to die a slow and painful fucking yeah, death. She's a bitch. Because you messed up my snowman. I'm, I just want to see this woman use 
just something so <laughs> spiked and painful as a dildo. I mean, I, just, I, did, I hate this bitch. She is your uh, Mrs. Gulch from yes. Wizard of Oz. Oh, bingo. Jeez. She's bingo. just a real nasty bitch. I did not and, expect and, and, this Wayne Rachel connection right. happening I, I'm so <laughs> glad I met you, it. Rachel. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Uh, Harry Potter, that chick from there. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I do. Uh, bitch face. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah thank you very uh-huh. much. I, I just, that's what I... You, you're awesome, Rachel. Thank you so much for being here tonight. <laughs> and that's what I identify her with. It, you know, just, just, you know, you're human, so you've got no excuse whatsoever to be such a fucking cunt. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not demonic. You're not supernatural. You're a human being who should have somewhat of a fucking heart. But oh no. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just, yep. I fucking hate this one. I've never seen you so worked up about a character. Well, I hated this bitch. She's a massive bitch. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this is the fucking Karen of today's standards. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Matt, do you hate that woman as much as Wayne does? I, I, you know, I do. I mean, I'm going <laughs> Fuck but, yeah, Matt. Uh, Love you too, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going Gremlins, but I am going Stripe, uh, just because he is a Good second he is vicious, uh, he does probably cause the most mayhem because he does jump in the pool, creates a bunch of other gremlins, almost beats, almost kills um, Billy Feltzer, beats the crap out of him, uh, tries to cut him with a chainsaw, and yeah, he's just a, he's still a vicious bastard, uh, so I'm giving him my uh, golden idol. <laughs> All right. Rachel, your turn. Rachel, you get to go. This so, is a fun um, episode. <laughs> Just like Matt, I went with uh, Gremlins, Stripe. Good second choice. He is an asshole. I mean, he's hard to kill. He is evasive. Like you said, he creates all the little baby gremlins. Uh, I love that he uses a teeny tiny crossbow and a teeny tiny chainsaw. <laughs> um, that was good. That was real good. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie about that shit. <laughs> I don't care how much hate gremlins. That was good. <laughs> that was great. Um, and he has a really great death. Like, his death is is uh, one of the coolest. It looks really cool. And yeah. and you really want to see that little fucker dead. So when he uh-huh. dies, it's so gratifying. Absolutely. And it's nice. I completely agree with you. It reminds me of Fright Night with that dude on the stairs and shit. No? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody else is just me? No, me too. Uh, uh, thank you. Yes. Thank you, Rachel. But I'm, Kyle, I'm, you suck. Matt, know, you yeah. suck. I'm, I'm going... <laughs> Matt didn't even get a chance to answer, but I'm but. Uh, going with Stripe as well. Um, nothing in Ghostbusters was really felt like evil to me, really. Well, well Gozer I mean, was. Gozer, but like... I'm sorry, she's a nimble little bitch. But man. even then, Gozer, I wouldn't say is evil. Yeah. I would say that they have a plan for things, but it's not necessarily evil, it's just the way they do shit. Yeah. I felt like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, no, I'm actually with her on that. She felt like she was doing exactly. what came natural to her. Like, this evil? is just what I do. This is my duty. This is what I do. I'm not doing it because I love it, mm-hmm. because I hate it. It's just, I clocked in, and this is what I gotta do. Right, there you go. <laughs> So again, I chose Stripe. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, fuck you too, Jared Kyle. <laughs> nothing in Ghostbusters, like as a kid, like scared me. But like when I was a kid, Stripe scared the fuck out of me. And, like, he was fucking weird. Stripe man. even looks evil when he's in his Mogwai form. Like as soon as he pops up yeah. with his little Mohawk, you go, ah, it's fuck the that. Eyes, yeah, you're like, fuck I don't that trust one. you. <laughs> yeah. I, I like. I don't know what this movie's about. The first thing I do, like, I don't. I don't fucking like that one. Um, and then he, yeah, that, he is chainsaw, a that chainsaw scene is fucking great when he's going against the bat. That's, that's what does it for me. Just cause that like, as a kid actually fucking scared me and something that kept me up at night. So <laughs> Wayne, every villain needs a hero. So who's your best hero? Uh, you know, I kind of, again, I'm outside the box of this. I could not think of one single solitary hero. 
I went with uh, Ghostbusters, the entire team. Oh, the whole team. Yeah, yeah. especially towards... Uh, <laughs> love you too, April. And, uh, I, well, really, because it was. It was a, uh, a tie-up for me between Gizmo and the Ghostbusters team. Gizmo, I mean, he was scared the whole time. And finally, in the third act, he's like, you know what? I'm doing my Rambo shit, getting in the Barbie car, doing my thing. <laughs> yeah. Ghostbusters, though, uh, they're, they're up on top of the, the building in New York. And they're all like, you know what? This is what we got to do. It's been nice knowing you. Let's cross these streams, and even if it we, kills us. Exactly. Yeah, we've right. got to cross the streams. It's been nice knowing you. It's been nice working with you. Let's get this done and save the city. Uh, this was almost a tie for me. But, uh, I, you know, you said Gizmo, uh, Gremlins, the third act was great. Mm-hmm. Nothing against that whatsoever. But at the end of the day, to me, because these people were, were just humans. Yeah. They were just out to make a buck, like anybody else. You, me, Brad, April, anybody. Who the fuck ever. And then finally, at the end of the day, we're like, you know what? We are going to save our fucking city. Even if it means a very painful, oh dear God, we're going to burn in the depths of hell, death. So I had to go with Ghostbusters. All right. Yeah, good call. Matt. Thank you. Thank you. I am also going with Ghostbusters. Because you're fucking awesome, Matt. Trio, uh, but I decided to single out Egon Spengler for making the tough decision to cross the streams when he previously said, if we cross the streams, we basically die, but he does it anyways, and they save the day, so that's why I had to single single him out. Nice job, man. I, I like that pick that you got, too. Thank you. All right. So uh, I went for Best Hero with Ghostbusters. I went for Peter Venkman. Watch that. So, uh, Venkman does, he goes out, he's the first one to go and investigate Dana's apartment. It could be because he wants to fuck her, whatever, but he goes and he's She's not wrong. He's got his, uh, he's got his weird little machine that's doing his thing, Uh and, uh... You know, it's funny. He, like, does the little piano that... Like, they hate this, you know? And, like, walking into the kitchen and looking in the fridge, like, oh, my God, look at all this junk food. And it's, like, it's funny, but he's he's really the one who shows up at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't necessarily believe in any of it, but he's there for the duration anyway. So, um, to me, that's pretty heroic, sticking around through something that you don't quite understand to, like, reach the goal at the end of the, the, end of the day, so... Nice. Good uh, I'm I'm gonna give a, a, another point to Gremlins here. I went with Gizmo. Uh, I think this this little dude's got so much heart and like really fucking cares about Billy and is gonna like fucking get in that little Barbie car. Not, and, not like, until the end though. He cares about Billy from the get go. Oh bullshit! Okay, I'm gonna call bullshit. I love you dearly. Bullshit. Okay, the very beginning. Uh, he's like, oh okay, I can feed you guys. You can tell Gizmo is freaking out. Because he knows what they've done. No, no, no. It doesn't have anything to do with Billy. It has him being like, I don't want you feeding them. It's not like, I fucking hate you, Billy. Well, I'm not saying he loves <laughs> Billy either. He's just a he fucking coward. He, he looks, he, he knows. You can see it. Sure, then he's got he a hero's knows. journey and he fucking steps up. Yeah, yeah. And becomes, at the end. Becomes the a end. little Gremlins is nothing more man. than a third act movie. <laughs> But Nothing a hero more. is a hero based on what they do yeah. at the end to sort of like add to... 
the success. So if he has to go through a shitty, I'm mm-hmm. a pussy kind of coward period to get to the end where he saves the day, still a hero. Nathan, trade places. No. <laughs> She's killing He no. would agree with me. It's yeah, fine. You're doing he great. She, she is right. He has she, to. She is. <laughs> but still, though, I mean, I just I can't. I usually am. Yeah. You know, I just can't, you know, I, I just can't see him as a hero until way later in the movie. Okay, but that's still heroic, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, like fucking 20 minutes. Okay, so he saves the day? He does. Not entirely. Yeah, he does. <laughs> now with the help of Zach or uh, uh, Billy. 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 I, I will always see him as the waxwork guy. Nathan, let's take this <laughs> podcast back. Yeah, God damn it, Nathan. <laughs> this is turning into a debaucherous thing. All right, let's, oh, let's not move on, yet, to, motherfucker. Let's move on to the next category. Uh, best kill or fight? Uh, I had to go with Gremlins. Uh, you know, uh, Ghostbusters is a great movie. Obviously my favorite. Uh-huh. But uh, with Gremlins, I mean, that, that chick, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I wrote her name down, Ruby Deagle, getting tossed through the uh, fucking chair, yes. man. If I'm going to go, please, God, let me go that shooting through the roof of my poetry. house at 120 miles a fucking hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and not only that, but I was a cool death. <laughs> But That's it was how I want a, you to die too. <laughs> Thank you. Lots <laughs> love back to you, brother. And uh, you know what a fun death. If you're gonna go, go shooting through your roof Absolutely. like a bat out of hell. Yeah, uh-huh. sure, totally. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Thank you. Got Matt. I wish you were here. Matt, Matt. what are you thinking? I think you're fucking bullshit. I want her opinion. Matt, what what is your best kill? I am right with Wayne. Same kill. Gremlin. Chair kill. Lots uh, of love for you too, bro. It's definitely the most satisfying kill of the movie because, like you said, uh, Mrs. Deagle is an absolute witch. Uh, she goes flying up the stairs at like 120 miles an hour, crashing through the window, lands on the sidewalk with her feet sticking right up in the air. <laughs> and it's a glorious thing to see. So it I have to give him my best, yeah. best kill. Rich, what do you have? So I actually have a runner-up for this one. Oh. Uh, my runner-up is Gremlins. Mrs. Deagle, that old bitch flying out the fucking window. Boom! She Boom! is... She, it's, it's just the most April, deserved, April, cathartic April. experience. She's fucking horrible. And she goes flying out that window, and it's glorious. Um, my... My winner here is uh, Gremlins. The Gremlin exploding in the microwave. That was a good one. That I was a goddamn that, good one. Mom gets some fucking really good kills. Like Gremlin <laughs> or Blender. Or Blender. That was the first one. She cuts one. one of their heads off. Oh, no. He cuts one of their heads off and it goes in the fireplace. I just think that when I was a kid and I was absolutely scared shitless of Gremlins, mm. I always thought, if I ever see a fucking Gremlin, <laughs> it's going in the microwave because I know that's going to kill it. So that's my uh, that's my winner. <laughs> Um, my best kill uh, is from Ghostbusters, and it's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man being lit on fire and exploding <laughs> all over New York, and just that raining down hot fucking marshmallows. <laughs> just fucking marshmallow, just raining down over the citizens <laughs> of fucking New York. It's just standing there, and you just see big fucking globs of marshmallow go everywhere. Uh, that was just something that as a kid that I loved. Like I love the change in his face as he catches on fire because he's got that like big goofy fucking <laughs> smile as he's destroying everything. And then as soon as he catches on fire, it just turns to like pure anguish and, and anger. Yeah, I've got a I've got a shirt on. He's got a fucking brow. He's pissed for off. Him. He's pissed. He's pissed as shit. He's fucking yeah. on fire, running around. <laughs> All right. Next category is what the fuck. All right, Wayne, uh, hit us with your what-the-fucks from Ghostbusters. Uh, my only real uh, what-the-fuck from Ghostbusters is uh, uh, Bill Murray himself. 
Bill Murray? I fucking hate Bill Murray. Oh, <laughs> what? what? Uh, other than other, other fuck out of this podcast right now. Oh, You're no, done. Girl. Other uh, than life, life aquatic. Other, oh, okay. than, other than nice. I wasn't gonna talk, but what the hashtag, fuck? Hashtag <laughs> pantheon. Uh, other than that one movie, he plays the same fucking character over and over. You know and what? Over. Though I do get that. There is definitely a Bill Murray sort of type. But he does it so fucking good, though. Like, no, he's, he's just so beating himself. I can't call that acting. Well, it's because he didn't he didn't follow the script. He I, just I, like said his own lines, and that's boom. why he is Bill Murray. Boom! Thank you, Kyle. That's exactly. And I'm watching this, yeah, and that's why like, I love it. This guy said, "No, I don't love it for perfection. that." You know, I'm watching. You know, I'm watching great movies. Uh, Life Aquatic, uh, uh, Lost in Translations, uh, even the classic Caddyshack. He's always either an idiot or an asshole in some way, shape, or form, and I just. I'm like, okay, what the fuck is Bill Murray's appeal? I don't get it. I don't see it. I'm shocking some people here. I see. No, uh, I, I can see. It. Thank you, one person. I can see what you're Rachel, saying. Rachel, thank you, I sweetheart. Mean, I mean, I wholeheartedly Brad, disagree with you, up, ma'am. Yeah. Right back I, I, at can, you. I disagree I hear with you from the depths of my soul, but I feel like I get what you're saying. But you're, I mean, you're you're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> That was your only what the fuck for Ghostbusters? Pretty much. Alright, Matt, hit us with your Ghostbusters what the fucks. I just have a few. Uh, first is Ray stands smoking over the exposed engine of a car. Oh, and that's yeah. pretty much says it's, I'm sorry, but I've done that. For, <laughs> it's pretty much for the same reason as I had in Blade back in that podcast back in the day. Uh, second one what? is how much of a dick Peter Venkman was to the male test subject early in the film. <laughs> And that's... that's <laughs> thank you, Matt. Bad. Thank you, thank you. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's nearly as much of a dick the rest of the movie, but in that case, it's a bit much. Especially since that's the first time we see him. That's our first impression of him. So, I mean, for the first-time viewer, that's probably a bit of a, a bit of a turnoff. And my last one from Ghostbusters is the apathetic diners watching Lewis Kelly get mauled. That was, <laughs> that was one of mine. <laughs> funny. It's funny, but it is kind of fucked up. So that's those are my what the fucks. A man is being brutally murdered outside a window, and they all just kind of look yeah. at it for a second. Oh, and no, right back to their fucking food. <laughs> I would be one of those people. I'm like, oh, 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 this mashed potatoes is fucking. Excellent. Wayne, you would never be at a restaurant like that. They wouldn't let you no, in. They wouldn't let you in. <laughs> Fair enough to all you of you. To, first, of all, first of all, you have to wear pants, and we can see that you're not following. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fuck that. Okay. <laughs> Wayne walks into grocery stores with a mask on, but no pants. <laughs> hey, no pants, no service, no problem. You're not getting coronavirus, <laughs> but you might get the clap. <laughs> Rachel, what are your Ghostbusters about the fuck? He's not wrong. Um, I was doing a little research, and I found that Michael Keaton almost played uh, yeah. Peter Venkman. Uh-huh. Really? So, And then he, he almost uh, played Egon. Yeah, yeah, he auditioned for the role, because originally uh, John Belushi was in mind... Dan Aykroyd had John Belushi in mind for the part, and of course he passed. So uh, Michael Keaton was kind of the next guy in line. Well, and then so what? Everything was kind of in the works, and then Bill Murray was like, "Well, I mean, I might be interested." So they they retooled the whole character to suit Bill Murray, which is why he's so Bill Murray in the movie because he can't do anything else. But see, well. I mean, I feel like he can. I mean, like, what about Bob? Totally nothing fucking good. different. I'm sorry, but nothing good there. 1941, nothing good there. You in need my to house. Stop. Nothing what about good Bob? there. But anyways, that's yeah. that was 
John Belushi. Think of John Belushi, Bill yeah. Murray, both, I, um, I both try, overrated characters. I try yeah. to imagine the part of Venkman being played by Batman. Mm-hmm. It's really fucked up. Like it's really wrong. I, I want to argue with you on that. I mean, there was a lot of recasting Ghostbusters too. Uh, Winston yeah. was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Yes, really? I saw that. And like, like he was supposed to be like Donkey? T- yeah, he was supposed to be towards the beginning of the movie, but then they didn't have the star power Eddie Murphy, so. Mm-hmm. They kicked it back, and then, right, then they brought in Right, because at that point, it was like, Beverly Hills Cop, that. and that's exactly. pretty much it, right? Uh, Gozer was supposed to be uh, Paul Rubens, who played Pee Wee Herman. Like, oh, he, Jesus Pee-wee Christ. Her- Pee Wee Herman was supposed to be Gozer. <laughs> that so. would have been scary. That yeah. would have been a little fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been from Pamphlet on to no. I love, yeah. I love <laughs> Paul Rubens. Um, yeah, when he's jacking off in a theater. Well, you know, to each their own. At yeah. least it was in the dark. Yeah. It would just be a ghost giving me a handjob. You got anything else from Ghostbusters for what the fuck? No, I all right. No, I don't. Uh, I, I got three of them here. Uh, you said one, Matt. Uh, this is a restaurant, like, absolutely giving zero fuck uh, about Lewis being like, killed outside of the fucking restaurant. Uh, the ghost blowjob scene? I mean, this is a PG movie, and it is real fucking weird to watch, like, his pants just, like, oh, slowly yeah. come off, and, like, the face he makes when he's getting yes. a fucking blowjob. Yeah, at so... one time, I'm sorry, but I argued with Brad on this. He said there is no way that a ghost gave Raymond a blowjob. Mm. And I was like, yes, yes, well, he did. And he's like, no, no, he just slimed him. That's all. He 15 years later. Eventually. Hey, ain't that fucked up that a ghost gave Raymond a fucking blowjob? Well, no shit, asshole. But see, I mean, as kids watching it, we wouldn't have. I fucking know. knew. Well, you, because you're old. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking, like, old as dirt. Mwah. But no, you that's knew, not the point. You <laughs> knew because you were given blowjobs at that point in time. So. I was not that much older than any of you. <laughs> Well, I spilled a little I bit mean, of beer. We could argue that and that's not. Yeah. How, how old are you? I'm 32, 33, somewhere. Shit, in there. Rachel, how old are you? 36. Well, fuck you. Yeah, I'm getting close, but uh, I mean, a whole different number, letter of uh, generations. The so. first time I watched this movie, it was uh, a big uh, primetime TV thing. I had not even seen Gremlins at the time, and uh, it was a big uh, media event. You know, came on channel 18 or 13, I believe. I don't know. I was looking at me for like real. Like, I was. I I'm, like, I'm looking for somebody my own fucking age here, and this fuck nut ain't with it. And I was, I was, I believe I was about nine or ten at the time. And it was this, you know, because you couldn't just rent this on VHS. If you did, it was like eighty, ninety dollars to buy it. You what? could not. Yeah, yeah. And this is no really? shit. No shit whatsoever. You could Jeez. not rent Ghostbusters. There were no video Why stores. Why is that? Was there a reason? Well, no, no, there was no internet. And at the time, I mean, yeah, currently you had a few mom and pop, uh, you know, video stores. Mm-hmm. There was no Blockbuster. Sure, there was yeah. no video update. There was no Video Express. Video had, Express? Yeah. Video, you, know, you know the big ones. Blockbuster, Video I went from the top and worked oh, my video way down. Video Express, of course. Okay, I went from the top and worked my way down. Yeah, there was none of that. So when you did, uh, you know, you had to wait. I'm sorry. If I'm wrong, anybody stop You're me. You're disgusting. You had to wait for two, maybe three years for a hit movie to come out to see on TV. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, you were a made of money. You could buy a VCR, which was still at the time, five yes. to six hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Or if you could afford cable, you were looking at, you know, two to three hundred dollars a month, you know, minimum. God, isn't that crazy to think about? And now? so you had to wait, like I did. You know, just this, you know, little fucked up kid. Oh my God, Ghostbusters is finally coming on Saturday night. I don't have school the next morning. My parents will let me watch this. It's my time. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. it's my time. And that's that story will be cut out. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the fuck out of that shit, Brad. 
That's like a ten minute. And a ten minute story about you renting a VCR. Great. It is a cool. Story. Pretty goddamn much. He's not wrong. It he is, is a not nice fucking... story. I appreciate Thank you, sweetie. that story. I started off from watching betas, so I understand. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Yes, I get, I get you. Nightmare on Street Two and uh, Big Trouble in Little China were the first two movies oh, I ever. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, so we're doing what the fuck still? Cool. Great. Yeah, I think um, so. And my final for Ghostbusters is just like how fucking creepy Venkman is when he first goes into the apartment and is like all the weird shit he's saying to I Dana. Love that. It's creepy it's as not, fuck. It's I know. She's so good. She even straight up goes, "You remind me of like a TV game show You're host, like, a game like and you like, car salesman." Yeah, and so it's like he has no fucking interest, and he like keeps popping back in, real fucking weird and creepy. Like it's 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 unsettling. I gotta go with Kyle on that oh, one. Oh, he's. I would never do that. If a, car, if a chick said, "Hashtag hey, me too," if I was sitting on some girl, we don't want to hear this. All right, what's yeah. your what are your what the fucks for Gremlins? <laughs> this is the big one for me. Jeez, I can't read shit. Wayne's had a few. I've had more than a few. Here's the big one for me. Uh, You have the biological discovery of a lifetime. What do you do with it? You take it to your high school science teacher? Absolutely. No. (laughs) So fucking absolutely not. I could not get over that. I just couldn't. It just there were a lot of things about Gremlins that bothered me. You know, a lot of little this and ifs mm-hmm. and that's. But, like, seriously, your dad, who, let's, let's fake it, face it, is a fucking loser. Mm-hmm. Who oh, just, who oh, just, oh. no, the man invents kind of nothing harsh. but, hear me out, invents nothing but inventions that are already there that just suck. You know Am what, I though? wrong? Here's something. Yes or no, sweetie. This is a little off topic here, <laughs> this but is, that's not a yes or no. When you're when you're watching a lot of these '80s movies, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Gremlins, I how many of these those. fucking people come up with all these useless ass inventions? Mm-hmm. But when you think of it, you're like, that's but that's his really whole handy. character. That's all he does. Yeah, but he's, a, he's fish. A, That's all he is. He's a soft-hearted, cool kind of like. No, I he's not cool at all. He's a loser. I promise you, if I was married to that man, I would be divorced so fast. He is not a I've been through it twice. Lost, okay. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on number three, girl. What the fuck's from Gremlins? Uh, no, that's it. That's just right. my only output. Right. Matt, what is your what the fuck from Gremlins? Uh, so one of them is pretty similar to Wayne's. Uh, Billy's careless gifting of a mogwai to the science teacher. Yeah. But moreover than that, he tells them to get it wet. I mean, Billy already knows what happens when you get it wet. You get all these uh, mogwai sprouting out all over, all over the place. Um, it's one thing to happen accidentally, but to do that intentionally yeah. is just careless, and I really feel fucked up. Uh, but the second one, and bigger one, is the story about Santa Claus got stuck in the chimney. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, the breaking of the neck is gruesome enough, but what really got to me watching it was when uh, was when she's talking about how it smells. Oh my god, it's so disgusting. It's yeah. It's it was bad. So that's those are my what the fucks from Gremlins. <laughs> All right, Rachel, do you have any what the fucks from Gremlins? Yes, I do. I have three. Oh. <laughs> so okay, why is Mrs. Deagle such a fucking bitch? <laughs> I don't know. Like, she's a fucking Karen. I mean, that's first why. of all, uh, she's obviously rich, right? She comes into the bank. She's a bitch. Why does she hate this fucking dog? 
when you're looking at when you're looking at Mrs. Gulch, okay, she's been bitten by the dog, so you mm-hmm. can kind of understand, you know, this this dog did nothing. I want to call him Mushroom because I can't remember his real fucking name right now. <laughs> but Mushroom did absolutely nothing wrong. He's a nice boy. He's laying under the desk. He's a good dog. And this bitch comes in, and she just fucking hates him. Why? They never she, ever ever explain it. Actually, she, they kind of did. They um, well, the, ooh, the Jesus snowman. Yeah. The snowman. Sure, I get that. But like, yeah, the snowman. Is, thank you. There's a really that expensive is snowman. An inordinate. <laughs> I'm drink, and thank you, April, for making these fucking slime dicks. Whatever the fuck you want. to Ectogasms. Call them. Ectogasms. Whatever. They're green. Oh, there's vodka. She is. What's a, what's a, what's an ectogasm slime dick? Uh, it is uh, blue curacao, uh, vodka, orange juice, and uh, Sprite Zero. Nice. There you go. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. So my next one. Okay. So Mrs. Eagles are kind. Okay. Um, the next one. Why the fuck is Kate serving the gremlins in the bar instead of leaving? She's pouring him shots. Because she is just as pathetic as every other character in that movie. Right. It doesn't make any sense. She's standing there pouring it, and then she's covering so they don't throw shit at her. Like, just leave. Like, oh no, I need to make all these people happy. Like, every other character in this fucked up stupid movie. Just leave the fucking bar. There's no reason for you to be there. Thank you. So my... <laughs> my number, fucked. my number one. Oh, we'll, we'll get winners after this. Oh, so, okay, we're not winner. done with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, so my what the fuck's from Gremlins is um, this family is like super hard up for cash because the dad is like bad at his job, right? And they don't have money. Why is he offering two hundred dollars for the fucking mogwai at the beginning? If they don't have any money, why is he right. trying to May buy? I answer something? that. May yes. I answer that. No, because <laughs> he is fucking pathetic, just like every other member in and that he family. Wants to buy his son's love, and that's ruining the whole movie. And he knows he can't take care of that shit. April uh, said, "Okay, here, 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 here's the thing from April. Okay, uh, I don't know if you all know Brad, but his wife, my cousin, April, I passed out during Gremlins. Is this, is this the note I'm getting? Is this really it?" Or she pissed herself? Oh I can't read. I can't see shit. I'm fucking lit. And uh, my my other runner up for uh, Gremlins is the, go, just, like they bring up the Christmas suicide rate and like multiple times. It's like this is like a kids movie and they're like, oh yeah, suicide rates go up around Christmas time and it's like, great PG movie. Thanks for everything. That's fucking great. All right, Wayne. What is your winner for what the fuck? My ultimate winner for what the fuck. Is honestly, I mean, you you have this uh, gizmo mm-hmm. or a uh, mogway, this creature nobody has ever seen before, except for an old Chinese man, a young Asian boy, and this fucking loser of a salesman. Ah, you bring so it home gosh. to your boy, and he, uh, his friend who you know who <laughs> hangs out with little boys himself. <laughs> okay, thank you, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Right? Spills Weird. water on him. But you like Back to the Future. And then, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I barely He's said yes to that. He's an old man, okay? That's different. That was a barely on that. And then uh, he says, oh, wow, I have found the biological study of a lifetime. What am I going to do with it? I'm going to take it to my high school teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you said last time when, you're, when we didn't do our winners. <laughs> well... <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel I like this hey, is I got familiar territory. Yes, thank you. And, and to me, that is just the biggest... I'm sorry, but if somebody said, Hey, Wayne, here's a mogway. Don't get it wet. Don't fade it after midnight. Don't, of course, that's fucking vague in itself. 
Like, hey, you That's know. It's not. It's fairly no, between uh, midnight and yeah, 7 a.m. Wait, 5 a.m. When can you feed well, it again? Between right. midnight and right. noon. This is true. Give me something to fucking go off of here. Don't give me this fucking after midnight shit. Don't feed it no. between 12 and 6 a.m. Jiffy peanut butter yeah. on my nuts, okay? No. And then you got time zones you got to worry about. <laughs> exactly. Yes, thank you. There's more to it than that. This is such a shitty story. I'm not done yet. You can wave your hand all you want you to. Fuck right. gremlins Matt. and fuck it in the ass. <laughs> Matt, what is your winner for what the yes, fuck? Yes, thank you, Matt, because I am done with gremlins. <laughs> uh, well, Rachel already said it, but it's Did I even give my answer? For the dogs, uh, particularly Barney. I mean, she even says, maybe I'll put him in my spin dryer in high heat. I mean, it's just... It's just uh, and then, of course, it makes sense when we find out she's a crazy cat lady, mm-hmm. but... Still, it's it's a lot, I and mean, Rachel's pretty much already covered it. But I mean, she's not even happy when uh, Billy says, "Oh, we're, we sent him off on vacation." Uh, she's like, she's mad about that because she really wanted to kill him. So it's it's fucked up. So that's why it's my number one. Yeah, she's a massive bitch. <laughs> yes, yes. She's a I think, massive we, I think bitch. we've covered that multiple times. People do not like her. <clears throat> What's your winner, Rachel? All right, so my, (laughs) and this is, I have, just to preface this, I have a really fucking weird sense of, I laugh about shit that's not funny, all the time. I know, you married Nathan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I once laughed at a friend of mine who, her cat was stuck under her car, (laughs) anyway, it doesn't matter, she'll know when she listens to it, I laugh, that stinks, dude. All right. So, anyways, so, um. Kate's dad dying in the chimney. Oh, Fuck. I that could cool. not... I couldn't contain my laughter. When she said <laughs> that they started to notice the smell, and then he had broken his neck coming down the chimney, I fucking about <laughs> lost my shit. You can ask my husband. Oh, yeah. It was, it was so funny. And because she's so serious, and it's such a heartfelt moment, and it's like... It's so fucking stupid. It was, it's it was like so stupid. The producers, so which funny. Steven Spielberg is a producer, on they're the like, "Wow, like, this is a really touching, heartfelt story." No, they, we're they totally were like, "Gonna use it." They were like, "We don't want this in the movie at all. This is fucking insane." But this is like the one thing Joe Dante was like, "No, this needs to be in the fucking movie, or you did like, I'm not gonna finish it." And, and they were like, "Fine, we're not gonna fight you on this. Just fucking put it in, I guess." Another thing, and I kind of, for- I kind of forgot about this until just now. Apparently, Gremlins is loosely based on a Roald Dahl book. Really? Roald Dahl, who wrote BFG, The Witches, yeah, um, the lots of different. Wonka. Yeah, James and the Giant Peach, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, lots of different yeah. things. Yeah, Willy Wonka and the fucking glass elevator. Yeah, lots of things. I actually kind of forgot about that until just now. Nathan, had, my husband, had actually brought it up to me. So I think that's really interesting. I know nothing about the original story, but I think that's kind of cool. I'm going to have to check that out. But anyway, uh, that's my what the fuck. Um, and my winner for what the fuck comes from Ghostbusters. Okay, so uh, the city is attacked by the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, right? Why is it attacked by the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? Because Gozer says the thing that you think of is going to be the thing that attacks you, right? Yeah. How is New York not attacked by a giant pair of tits? How or a big Ray, giant penis. Ray, Ray stands. Yeah. Honestly, okay, I've thought about Ray this. stands is definitely like the horn dog of the group. Like he's like getting <laughs> blowjobs from fucking ghosts and shit. He's gonna be thinking of a pair of tits. So why did New York get like just sprayed with milk and like giant tits bouncing <laughs> oh, up and down? That's all. Awesome. Honestly, okay. <laughs> honestly, I think because okay, Gozer was a, a demigod, 
and she would uh, become the destructor. Not explain anything. No, I don't, it might think, I don't think so. No, you might both possibly be right. And she says, "Okay, here is the four of you represent this time and this place." Now, none of you think of anything. And Ray, who, although the, one of the nicest guys of the group, tries of, to think of something as as, as, as harmless, um, harmless as, as possible, as po- something friendly and, and in positive. his mind, he's yeah. not thinking of tits. I don't think he's it's New York of, you know, as a collective. Okay. Exactly. It's not New York as... He's Try this think, exercise with me, Wayne. Wayne, just stop for a second. I'm right there with you. Don't think anything. Oh, God. What's the first thing you thought of? Penis. Tits. <laughs> 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 All right, thank none you. None of you are wrong. You know what? I'm just going to shut the fuck up. I'm this is a very specific study. Okay. <laughs> that would have been my number two. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Getting some more points out of the way. Uh, best score or soundtrack? Oh, Ghostbusters by a long shot. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghost. God damn. Ghostbusters by Ghost a long Busters. shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> Matt? Hey, you're done. You're out. Okay. Yeah, you're out, you homo. Not only for Elmer Bernstein and the title track, but you've got Cleaning Up the Town, Saving mm-hmm. the Day, Hot Night, Magic, In the Name of Love. I played the heck out of that uh, cassette back in the day, so I it's, had a, it's yeah. a banging soundtrack, and uh, that's why it gets the idol easily. Nice, nice. Uh, this was my first tie, actually. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh, good. So, Ghostbusters, I think they Ghostbusters has an iconic score. Yeah, I think we can all agree it's atmospheric. It's it's um, it's got a lot of energy. It's it's really good. And then the 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 Ray Parker Jr. Ghostbusters is fucking like I mean, it, it, it's it's a song of a generation. I mean, you uh, hear that, you know exactly what you're listening to. But Gremlins is. Scary as fuck. Like, when I was a kid and I heard that Gremlins music, I know shit was about to go down, and it scared me. So I feel like one has a really, really great soundtrack, and one has a really amazing score. Uh-huh. And I, I that was that was my tie. That was easy for me, that mm-hmm. one. I dig that. I think Gremlins does have a fucking really good uh, score behind it and everything. It's pretty, pretty fucking well done, but... Ghostbusters just beats it out for me. I, I just the main track of you know Ghostbusters so fucking simple, but like everyone fucking knows that song. Like it's just Ray Parker Jr. like knocked it out in like twenty minutes. I think probably <laughs> it's not it's not like a great song, but it's like it's fucking it's not it's, Bohemian it's like, Rhapsody. It's right? not right, but at the same but at the same time like you've got like Gremlins just has like boring fucking regular ass Christmas music in it too. Well, so. sure, but it, it made Christmas scare Christmas music scary as fuck. Sure, For sure. me, at least. I was a weenie. All right, Wayne. What is your best quote? Uh, you know, this took me a little bit. There's a lot in Ghostbusters. Hey, there are. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not yeah, fucking absolutely. wrong. Absolutely, yeah. But when it came down to it, you know, it's just occurred to me that we really haven't had a chance to test uh, the equipment out yet. <laughs> Why worry? Each one of us is, uh, is carrying an accelerated nuclear accelerator on his back, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Like seriously, if I had like uh, if I had been Winston at this point in time, you know, I don't believe, I don't disbelieve. I'm just your average blue collar man looking for, you know, a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, "Oh yeah, by You're the like, way, bro, oh, shit. yeah, you've got an unlicensed <laughs> nuclear accelerator <laughs> yeah. on your fucking backpack." <laughs> I'm like, well, 
fuck me. <laughs> you know, let's be Am I getting bonus. hazard pay here? Exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> it, it, it is big, I, I, I will talk about that award later on as we go on throughout the you know the awards, but that that is easily my best quote. There were some great quotes, but that one just took it for me. All right, Matt, what you got for best quote? I'm also going Ghostbusters, and I'm going with pretty much my all-time favorite quote, uh, Winston's Edmore to Ray Stance. Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Uh, <laughs> that's a really a good quote, one. Yeah. Um, life lesson and words to live by, so that's where my You can call me a chicken shit motherfucker all day long, I don't care, but if I'm in a situation where if I'm with some guys and this deity says, are you a god? I'm like, fuck yeah, we're yeah, god. Yeah, I am, bitch. Look at motherfucker. Which one, which one you want. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, whichever one you want. <laughs> Lazy fuck. <laughs> no, seriously, I would be like, yes. Yes, I am. And then take it from there. Because if you say no, you're going to die. You know what I mean? It, sure, it just yeah. needs to be a, a simple mm-hmm. balls up. Do what you got to do and get it from there. Get it out of there, yeah. All right, Rach, what you got? <laughs> All right, so my uh, my best quote was also from Ghostbusters. So this is Louis Tully slash yeah. Vince Clortho. <clears throat> I've had a couple of um, electrogasms or whatever, so give me a minute. Well, good for you, girl. Then, <laughs> then during the third reconciliation of the last and the McKetrick supplements, they chose a new form for him, that of a giant slore. Many shrubs and shubs and zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of a slaw that day. I can tell you, it's fucking so good. He's so great. Yeah, and he like uh, they let fucking uh, what's his name Rick Moranis just fucking say shit too. Yeah. Like they were just like just say whatever and you I want. I love Rick Moranis, so let me tell you, yeah. Um, Even though I, I never did like. Uh, you're wrong. All I'm right, so go. Honey, I'm wrong. Kids. Yeah, you're wrong. You're into, again, entitled Little Giants to your wrong opinion. It's all great. Rick Moranis is fucking You're both good. so sweet. Fuck you both. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Ghostbusters for a winner, but I do want to give a shout out to Gremlins. Uh, it's when Kate walks into the bank and she says, will you sign this petition? They're trying to close down Dory's Tavern. Billy goes, sure. Hey, that's where my dad proposed to my mom, you know. And she says, yeah, that's where everyone's dad proposed to their mom. <laughs> I love it. This town's just so shitty. Just like everyone's Thanks, like, bitch. Everyone's getting fucking like, proposed to in this fucking shitty tiny tavern. Um, but uh, my winner comes from Ghostbusters, and it's it's true. This man has no dick. Yeah. <laughs> just right. straight up, hands down, one of the best fucking just yeah. ad-libbed lines in the history of movies. It's not even I, um, close. very nearly went with... Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Back off, man. <laughs> but Vince just had to win. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. What you got for best screenplay? Uh, who, where am I? Ghostbusters. So, okay, so can I, can I, uh, so I, usually I wouldn't do this. It's your fucking job. No, oh, so, you look, know, usually I wouldn't. So here's all so of a sudden. Just shut up out of nowhere. So I would, I would not usually, like, do this, but some people get agitated when they're drunk. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wayne's obviously drunk. He's not wrong with any of his awards. He's just drunk. Yeah. Continue. He has anxiety. He can't help it. <laughs> best screenplay. That's uh, no excuse. I'm going to give my best screenplay and go have a smoke. Where, good God, I can't see shit. It's the romantic lighting. Ah, thank you, yes. Basically, do you like Ghostbusters or Gremlins more? Uh, Ghostbusters, written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. Oh, Actually, there you go. I wrote them down. I wrote them down. <laughs> All right, Matt. <laughs> Everything else is the wrong answer. April, April did say if he did pass out, then she's going straight gremlins. 
Where the fuck did April go? Is. Anyway, so I you think she's, out. she's gone Gremlins. Matt, go ahead. All right. I'm also going Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis. Like, a lot of it was improvised, but still, the story is solid. Uh, the character is solid, and it's just a better screenplay. I mean, when the film wouldn't have worked without it, so Absolutely. easy, easy idol for me. Okay. Uh, I also went with Ghostbusters. Um, it's hard because Ghostbusters is so iconic. And I think when you compare Gremlins, Gremlins is really good, but it doesn't have that special something about it that makes mm-hmm. Ghostbusters really different. And, um, you know, when, when you're in New York, you really feel like you're there. It's great. It's grimy. The architecture is beautiful. And uh, Dana's building is really unique and it's really interesting. And, and these are real places that exist in, you know, Central Park West or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just really takes you there. And I feel like you don't have the same thing in Gremlins. Like, you're in a small town. Cool. Lots of snow everywhere. There's a couple of convenience stores and shit. But it's like, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. So, for me, that was easily Ghostbusters. Gremlins uh, felt like such a... Jesus Christ. Such a small town. You know. Great input, Wayne. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I do what I can. (laughs) Continue on, good people. <laughs> Glad you're here, Mr. Ebert. Small <laughs> town. Wow. I am amazing. Yes. Um, you may all continue with your fucking so, so, so existence. Think for 10 seconds and then speak. Yes. I did. I gotta, I gotta go 40 fucking seconds. So you did 20, yeah. All right. Oh, um, God damn. I am also going Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis for uh, Ghostbusters. Like like we just said, a lot of things in it are, are improvised, but, like, you know, both of these movies have a great, like, skeleton. I think the, the idea behind Gremlins is fucking great, but Absolutely. just, like, the meat they fill it with isn't quite there, you know? But, like, the, the meat and the bones are perfectly there on Ghostbusters. It's, everything is substance, the jokes work, the, the horror elements that they're trying to put out work. Everything just it, it it's rapid. It keeps moving. Gremlins like stalls multiple times and That's like the goes kind of slow. The problem with Gremlins is the script. The script honestly, it sucks. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing like engaging about any of the characters. I mean, I feel like Phoebe Cates. All right, everyone's seen her tits. Okay, cool. But like. That's not how I grew not, up. Not in Gremlins. That's, no, not in Gremlins. I watched it several times the just for the tits. That's not how I grew up with Phoebe Cates. I grew up with her in Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. She's not wrong. So I watched this movie and I, I, I just know she can do better. I feel like everybody could just pull out a little bit more. And you got Steven Spielberg and shit. Like, it could be so much better. Mm. And it's fucking wasted. It's just wasted. Amen. All right, next category up is Best Special Achievement. All right, so Wayne, uh, go ahead and hit us with your Best Special Achievement. I, I went with a tie on this one. My, oh. my first of two. I went with uh, Ghostbusters, the uh, final battle between uh, the Ghostbusters team in general uh-huh. and the, uh, goddamn, and uh, Gozer. Uh-huh. And then I went with uh, Gizmo and uh, Stripe. and b- Both uh, third fact. Yeah. The third act in both of these movies were just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, uh, watching Grimlow get to the barbie car, do the whole Rambo, you know, headman thing and all that. That's in two. That that's is cool. probably two. But anyway, anyway getting into the whole barbie car, mm-hmm. watching the whole, you know, in the mall, in this 
small town that somehow had a fucking mall. Right, had like a Macy's in on Main Street. I know, showing. thank you. It's like right? Monticello. Yeah, cool. Put a Macy's. I, I just, it's one of those things. I just, I hated Gremlin. I think I you, did. I think you have more to drink. What's that in your cup? You're not fucking <laughs> wrong. <laughs> what's in your, what's in your cup? Uh, thank you, April, for the cut fucking cut <laughs> slimer. <laughs> Ectogasm. I still call it a cock slimer. Well, you're wrong. What's it called? I might be, but either way. Ectogasm. Ectogasm! You know, I just, I had so much fun with both third acts of the movie that I I just could not pick between one of the two. I just couldn't do it. Matt, go for it. Okay, so my special achievement goes to Gremlins and the creature design and puppetry by Chris Wallace Incorporated. You are so Uh, fucking wrong, Matt. No, it's, it's just a great design for Gremlins. I mean, without the Gremlins, I don't think that movie would have worked. I don't well, of think course it fucking not. Nearly as good. Without the Gremlins, uh, that movie would not have worked, really? No, no. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a cool design as well. Um, they're like kind of monkey lizards, but it like, seems also like a natural evolution of the Mogwai, like a vicious Mogwai. So it just really, it really works well. That was really cool. So it's getting my idol. All right, Matt, I agree with you. I also went with Gremlins. Um, I went with the, the practical effects. For me, was yep. um, I love a movie that has really good practical effects. Um, everything from the Gremlins themselves to the way that they died to, you know, we, we talked earlier about the way that Stripe dies, super graphic. You just don't, you don't see that in movies anymore, and I do really think that's... It is a really, it's it's special. It's something that is kind of encapsulated in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And you just don't see it anymore because the CGI really just took over everything. And it is just something that Gremlins has over, just hand over fist over uh, Ghostbusters. Easy. I, I, I will uh, agree with you. Okay, I grew up in the 80s. Uh-huh. And I will agree with you to a certain fucking, Brad Kellogg only once. I watched both in the 80s. Uh-huh. And Gremlins just did not happen. Because you're fucking wrong. No, I'm not the wrong. The thing is... With, I watched with, both. With Ghostbusters. The, CG, the CGI, I'm sure the CGI back in, you know, 84 for Ghostbusters was really, like, really good. State of the art, like, looked really great. It, it, you had but Slimer, for you had me, Right, but in 2020, when you're looking at the effects from 84... It just doesn't hold up. Whereas, if you're looking at practical effects, for me, practical effects just don't fucking get old. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Like, I am a sucker for puppets. Some of my most favorite movies, Labyrinth, um, The Dark Crystal. These are movies that, they're all puppets. And it's so great. I will not argue with you about any good. of Good. I, I, I love You can't, because I'm right. I love Dark Crystal. I right. love Labyrinth. Uh, and I am right there Matt with... Matt agrees with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there <laughs> with Matt and Rachel as well. Blows Gremlins out of the water. Yeah, you're wrong. I'm, no. I'm right there with Matt and Rachel too. Uh, I'm going with the practical effects. Like, the, the fucking Gremlins, Gizmo, they all look absolutely fantastic. Like, they mm-hmm. literally look like they're fucking living beings. Um, they do such a really no. fucking good job with it. No. There are moments, like, that they, they hide it so well. Like, there's a scene where, like, Billy's carrying Gizmo into the bathroom and it's clearly, like... A fucking doll, and they just pan the camera a little I, bit. I'm sorry, and it comes back. A he's like doll through the whole movie. And see, here's the thing too. There's that scene where they're walking down the street, and there's like mm-hmm. a whole fucking army of mogwai of gremlins walking down the street, and like 
we kind of know that CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's really fucking good. Yeah, it it's still holds really up. good for. 84. I'm sorry, Joe Dante. My Joe Dante in the '80s was the Howling. You ever watch? But a, we're not talking about the Howling. No, we're you're right. You're right. you're right. We're not. So shut you, up. You are 100. <laughs> I will not fucking argue with you. You can't. But I've seen yeah. Joe Dante. I've seen Joe Dante at his best. But I feel like some of that not was... Not even close. I feel like some They're of that like, was... They're like, hey, uh, Joe, Joe Dante, here's five it? bucks. Do what you can. I think a lot of the best work was done after Gremlins, correct? Mm-hmm. So suck on that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can suck on this, because yeah. I will tell you no, which I, one. I won. I won. <laughs> Whether you will or won't, that's up to you, I'm girl. I'm sorry, Kyle. We, we totally um, yeah. we, we hijacked your, your award. Cool. So, yeah, uh, the Gremlins puppets. All right. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, who's your best supporting actor? Oh, Jesus. Where am I? Oh. Oh, here's my other tie. I'm with Rick Moranis and Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. Time from the same movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Both from uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, I, I, I wanted to go with Gremlins just because I did. I loved Billy. I loved Gizmo. But what, you were going to give Gizmo best supporting actor? <laughs> yeah, right? I might as fucking well. Who else is in that fucking piece of shit? Who else? Corey Feldman? Fuck him! Fuck Corey Feldman! Wow. Oh, look me. I'm loving Lost Boys. Ooh. I don't give a fuck. I'm Friday 13th Part That was more. way later, wasn't it? Fuck <laughs> like, you. You're like, why are you being mad at Corey Feldman? Just tell us your best supporting Oh, anyway. Actor. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of rage there. Because I, I don't get it. Corey Feldman. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> I, uh, shit, where was it? Well, we don't know. Yeah, I went with, uh, I went with uh, both uh, Special Achievements. I went with uh, both third acts of Ghostbusters and Gremlins. Yeah, we're doing supporting actor. Whoa, so, Matt, go ahead. Way off. <laughs> Matt, you, go, you already said you're supporting actors. Yeah. I got to mark my points. Do you need April to take over? Nope. <laughs> Not yet. Oh. I don't want Gremlins to fucking win. That's what, what happens I, if April takes over. Because Gremlins fucking Gremlins wins. Gremlins will win, yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, who is your best supporting actor? My best supporting actor or actress is uh, Sigourney Weaver as Dana Barrett in Ghostbusters. God damn it, uh, On the page, it's kind of a thin character, I felt, but she brings a heck of a lot to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Intelligence, natural charisma, and then she also has to play Zool, um, which she does really good as she well. A uh, mix of uh, sultry and scary, so a banging job all around. That's why I'm giving her idol. Sultry and scary. Yeah. That is that's a, great a really, quote, really yeah. good pick that I did not think of. Yeah. That's that's really good. Um, I picked Ghostbusters. I picked Harold Ramis as oh. Egon Spengler. Yeah. yeah. I just think he's great. He's the dry kind of like the. He's the straight guy. He's the scientist. He's in it for the science. When he says shit that's funny, it's. <laughs> really funny because you you don't expect him to say it. Mold spores and funguses isn't a funny line, right? Unless, unless but he he's saying, delivers it so well, or like nobody do, else could say it like. Where it's yeah. like do Ray Egon, you don't expect <laughs> yeah. it, and it's so good. Um, and for a little while, little little known fact, my husband and I actually considered Egon as a middle name for our firstborn son. Ooh. We didn't go with it. It was either that or Tiberius. What's we went with James. Name? His name's Harvey. We went with James in the end. Either way, it's fucking cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Good job, Brad. Listen to this, okay? He hears all our podcasts. What do you say? He's like later on, their boys are gonna be like. 
penis? My name is almost fucking penis? <laughs> he got Fuck you all. He's, he's heard He's heard worse. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I just think Egon, he's, he's cool, he's smart, he's, um, he's real just, he's the straight guy, he's funny, I just, I just think he, I just think Harold Ramis does a really good job. Yeah. I will not Um, I'm also gonna go with Ghostbusters, I tossed it back and forth between Annie Potts and Rick Moranis, but I landed on Rick Moranis, I think he just, like, every scene he's in is so fucking hilarious, and I know he's like... He improvs that whole, like, dinner party scene. They, like, didn't have any words for him, so they're like, I don't know, just fill time. And he's just, like, talking about the price of salmon yeah, and ash. shit. It's other so other, like, other than that, it's uh, so amazing. Uh, you know, honey, I shrunk the kids. What else has he done? Little Giants. Uh, tons of shit, dude. Little Giants. Yeah, like, he's Strange Brew. Strange Brew. Those are some classics. My bad. I, I apologize. They are. Um, um, honey, I shrunk the kids oh. is awesome, so shut up. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> honey, I shrunk the kids. Nomination Paragon. <laughs> Alright, so uh, in Rick Moranis, is like, he's playing the two characters just like uh, Sigourney Weaver does, playing, you know, the key master, playing, uh, what's it, Vor- Vin- Vinto, what's his name? Vince Corto. Vince Corto. Uh, it doesn't matter. And uh, he's, he's doing so fucking great. I love it. He's got the fucking thing on his head, just walking around the fucking, <laughs> the fucking firehouse. He just I'm nails the key- everything the so well. Keeper. So I love Rick Moranis. You're pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Moranis is, is something else. He's so good. He's something else. All right, Wayne, tell us your best lead, and then we'll quickly move on to Matt. Woo! Sounds good. God, I cannot see for shit. Best lead? Sounds good to me. All right, uh, I went with Ghostbusters Dan Aykroyd as Ray. All right, Matt? (laughs) I also went with Dan Aykroyd. I'm not out yet, motherfucker. Uh, I mean, you talked about it before when you're talking about best character, how it's really a complex (laughs) character. I mean, he has this childlike sensibility, this, uh, one, this uh, wonder, sense of wonder, You're and but he also has to come across as a uh, very intelligent guy as well, and uh, Dan Aykroyd just does a great job of uh, portraying all those aspects of his personality, he puts it all into it, so he does a great job, and he gets my idol. Nice, yep. nice. Yeah. I, uh, I also I went with Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd is race dance. Um, as I said earlier, he... He's a paranormal geek. I love that shit. That's just right up my alley. Um, he's knowledgeable. He's super excited about it. You know, and, and Dan Aykroyd, he has an interest in the paranormal in yeah. his real life. And that, that was a huge inspiration mm-hmm. for the movie. And I really think that shows. And um, as a paranormal geek in my own personal life... I really relate to that, and I, I, um, I love, I just, I, I love seeing that portrayed in a movie by somebody who really truly gets it, because quite often you don't, mm. and uh, yeah, so I went with um, Dan Aykroyd's Race Dance. Plus, just the brilliant acting of getting that cigarette to hang from his mouth. Oh. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I've done that more than enough, once. you can get it. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm Rips going a with... little skin off. I'm going with uh, Bill Murray as Peter Venkman. Uh, I think all the, the, the best, like, comedic moments come out of him. I think he's the driving force in this movie. Like, all the characters are gravitated towards Bill Murray. Uh, Dana doesn't get involved without Bill Murray's character and the way that he brings her into it. The way he's that smarmy, you know, fucking creepy-ass kind of guy in there. But I love <laughs> but he, he plays the guy who thinks he knows it all and then clearly finds out that he doesn't. Um, yeah. And then he learns from that. He does such a good job of just bringing it all together. And he's, he's 
Bill fucking Murray. I mean, what, right. you, what else do you want? He's, he's Bill fucking cool Murray. He's cool as fuck all the way around. Yeah, right. sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Wayne, what is your best scene? Uh, honestly, uh, best scene for me is uh, this is a long scene. I, I apologize for this. We're from the time they enter the hotel. You know, it's their first call. Uh-huh. You know, they've got the whole, you know, we've been waiting for weeks. <laughs> you know, hey, I, I think we should, you know, take this check out for Chinese. And, you know, he's like, hey, this is the last of our, you know, our uh, spending money. Until the part where he says, hey, this is way too much. I'm not paying for it. Oh, well, we'll let it go. We'll, let, we'll put it right back. But I'll, honestly, from from that scene, from the very beginning, uh, where they, I know I'm shit-faced and I apologize. Uh, we have your we have your ghost. We're here. We're looking for him. All the way up to we have him trapped. To me, that is such a setup for for a great movie, and and I I, I can't go wrong with that. I know yeah. it's a long scene, but that's what I'm going with. Yeah. You know, all we do, hey hey hey, nice shooting texts and. And when he hears the uh, when the when the guy from the hotel hears the amount it's going to cost, he's like, ah, right, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'll, I'll never pay. pay that. Well, hey, we'll, we'll just we'll let just him go. Leave it, and it's like, fuck no, yeah. Exactly, yes. I and mean, that's what gets them going. That's what starts the whole montage. So what are you gonna do? That's yeah. what starts the whole, uh, you know, George. Pa- I'm sorry, I know his last name's Peck. You know, oh hey, we're gonna see how you dispose of these ghosts. I mean, everything. It just starts everything for them. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's what I had to go with. All right, Matt. Uh, for best scene, there are like so many, but this time around, what really stood out to me was the conference in the mayor's office. Like right after you get let out of jail. They're taking to see the mayor, and uh, there are like a couple things going on. Uh, Walter Peck has to convince the mayor that, you know, the Ghostbusters deserve to stay in jail. They have to convince the mayor that they do not, they shouldn't be in jail, and that she'd be going out busting ghosts. And uh, you also have like several great lines about cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria! But Nicholas, no Nicholas. shit that'll yeah. turn you white, and of course, you know, this man has no dick. And uh, it's and it's like a really suspenseful, intense scene because it's like pivotal. Like if they do not get out of jail, the ending of the movie doesn't happen. Peter Bankman ends up redeeming himself uh, from from getting Walter Peck on their case in the first place, and it just really works both on the drama and the comedy side. So I'm giving it my best scene. Nice. Yeah, that's that's a great award. That's really good. Uh, I also went with Ghostbusters, uh, so I went with the scene where Venkman goes to Dana's apartment for the first time, so, uh, you talked about this earlier, uh, Kyle, it has so many, so much funny shit in it, so, I mean, he walks in, the first thing, he's, like, checking the closets, and he's on the piano, and, like, they hate this, and, you know, there's, there's so much funny shit in that scene, he's got that stupid machine that he's using and he's like pointing it at her like you live here by yourself you know and like it's it's a really good like it's 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 good to see how he works by himself but he's also kind of interested in her so he's trying to get some information it's for me it's a really defining scene it shows you what he's all about kind of what she's about and it's really the first investigating that we get to see himself. And that scene makes me laugh every single time. Um, the condiments in the fridge, the, you know, everything. It's, for me, it's like, it's perfection. It's just, it's funny. And I just, I like it. So that's nice. what I went with. 
Uh, I'm going with the Ghostbusters show up to the library and like see their first ghost. Uh, it really, it like says nobody can stack up a pile of books like this with no other human. <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah, it's a stack of books. Yeah, nobody can do that. Um, it, it, just like Ray's plan to go and just fucking like, all right, we're gonna slowly walk up to it and get it. Get it. Like, oh, that was your plan. Get it. Um, and the ghost looks get her, Ray. Right get her. Yeah. The the ghost looks like really fucking cool in that scene. Like when it just turns over and looks at him and just like gives him the little shush, yeah. and then goes back and they're like, okay. Um, like I'll say, if I were in that situation and I seen a ghost go, shh, I bet, all right, bitch. Yeah. You know that I'm whole out. scene. <laughs> that that also is the same scene where you hear the back off, man. I'm a scientist. Mm-hmm. I've got because a plan. The, the the sort of the bus guy, the library. He's kind of, like, embarrassed that they're there. It mm. is. That's a cool, like, establishing yeah. scene. And, and yeah. before they go in there, when he's like, oh, you don't have you have any uh, family history, uh, mental illness in your family? And she's like, my are uncle you, thought he was St. Jerome. Are you currently well, that's menstruating? Yeah. Are you currently menstruating? Yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Wayne, your defining moment. Uh, honestly, uh, it was just a quick moment, but it was in Ghostbusters. When uh, Ray and Winston, uh, they're driving along, I believe they're on the uh, Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Bridge, uh-huh. and uh, Ray uh, looks at Winston, he says, the reason we've been so busy lately, you know, my, my, my grandfather said, uh, you know, all these uh, souls once held, and it was almost a Dawn of the Dead quote, real close, not quite, and he says, uh, once hell's been full, you the know, dead, people walk the earth, and Winston, who, he was almost my best character. You know, he's the blue character guy. He's not the scientist. He's the guy looking for the quick buck, like any other blue character, caller, you know, anybody else on this earth. And he says, well, maybe that's why nobody else, you know, has been thought of this. Because we are looking for, you know, everybody else that's died and done this. And Ray Mm -hmm. says, that is some heavy shit. You know, that's almost why Winston got my favorite character. Yeah. Yes, he's he brings blue... something into it that other people mm. aren't Exactly. For. He's not the genius. He's yeah. not the scientist. He's looking at the most fundamental human fear. Boom! Thank you, comes Rachel. from the Bible, Thank from you so fucking much, girl. And you bring God, that into You've got to do more episodes. <laughs> people are going to shit themselves because they think, well, this is some fucking revelation shit. Exactly. Old Testament. Yeah. This is, you know, this is people dying, yeah. coming back to life. And this is what we're going through. Mm-hmm. He's the one who brings everybody down back to Earth. And in that moment, he, you know, Ray. Ray. Ray is Ray. I mean, if you watch the movie, Ray's the one who, you know, you, you could almost we imagine have. this guy token we, it up. We've watched this. You know, exactly. I mean, anybody else who hasn't. <laughs> you know, you could picture it. You know, but when he's, he's very with, practical, very scientifically minded. Exactly. He's not thinking about the biblical... Um, Proportions, as they pull Right, it. right. You know, he's just the down-to-earth... Blue collar, I'm here. I'm just here to pay a paycheck. I don't give a fuck about your religious, you know, things. But here's why it's happening. Yeah. And I love, I love that quick little moment where what you know, like my own personal beliefs are atheist. What if I'm wrong? Mm-hmm. What oh if you? Boy. All right. So he's blue collar. We got it. All right, yeah, Matt. What is you. your defining moment? <laughs> Yeah, here, I uh, my, my defining moment, also from Ghostbusters, I kept it pretty simple, uh, just the opening title. I mean, you see yeah. the old lady in the library, like, scream in front of the arrival of the ghost. You hear the drum beats, and then you, you see the opening title, and you know you're in for a good time. So it's, it gets me pumped up every time, so I gave him my golden idol. Nice. 
Uh, so for me, defining moment goes to Gremlins. Uh, when I was a kid, I watched this movie, and it scared the ever-loving shit out of me. Um, the music was scary as fuck. The Do You See What I See, the Christmas song, still scares me <laughs> at 36 years old. I think that there's just so much to be said for a really fucking good score. And I hear that music and I still think, ooh, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Um, I can remember my grandma used to shuffle her furniture around a lot. She was just one of those ladies. And she liked to put chairs in corners on a diagonal so that there was nothing behind the chair. And I could not sit in those fucking chairs because I figured there's going to be a gremlin behind it or under it or something. And so when you're an adult and you're watching it, you know that's fucking stupid. But you still kind of think about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for me, like, you know, this this movie's 36 years old. It's still effective at shit. Like, it still gets into your head because when you were a kid, you were scared of things. And they, they may be stupid and irrational, but they're still valid mm-hmm. as far as your fears are concerned because they're all illogical, really. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Mind defining moment is uh, you too, baby. Is is Gizmo? I think there's just something like he always just jumps out. I think it's uh, you know probably not so, until Baby Yoda has there been a character that everyone just universally is like, yeah, that thing's fucking adorable. Chick- like everyone's just fucking Gizmo's just so fucking cute. He's got a great voice. Just other than bright chicken lights, nuggets. Bright exactly. <laughs> like, Thank like, you. I love everything. He's, over here. Over here. here. Yeah, he's fucking Fuck great. Him. I love Gizmo. Um, and obviously the, the name sticks. I've, I've known like ten fucking people. Guess what happens when you throw him into a pool? I'm talking! <laughs> so, and you're wrong. Anyways. Well, and you. people like name their dog Gizmo and shit yeah. and everything. Like, it's just, he's an iconic fucking character. He's, he's iconic because of nostalgia, but that's just me. Best director. Ivan Reitman, Ghostbusters, hand down. Way more going on. Uh, way more characters to keep control of. Way more actors. Way more action scenes. Way more special effects. April, you can give me all the shitty looks you want. Uh, just everything plus two for Ghostbusters. All right, Matt. Same thing. Ivan Reitman, Ghostbusters, better director of, Thank the, you, actor, Matt. of the actors, um, better setup of the action scenes, uh, better execution all around. Gets my idol. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat there. Ivan Reitman. Um, I just think it's, it's a little smarter. It's a little, uh, wittier. I think it's, um, as great as I do think Ghostbusters, or, uh, Gremlins is, I think Ghostbusters just has a smarter edge. I think it can, a lot more people can relate to it of different age groups. I, I just think it's, it's, it's smart. It's a smart movie, and um, yeah, I just think it it wins that hands down. Uh, yeah, I know I do have a lot of respect for Joe Dante and what he was able to do with like getting the gremlins in the shots and. and the rest of I'm talking again, <laughs> Jesus. Um, when he's like being able to, to cut out of scenes, you know, when it's clearly like a, a fucking doll and then turning it into the puppet does a fucking great <laughs> job. With that. <clears throat> So Are you fucking done? I just had a cough. Because I'm starting to get pissed off, honestly. Honestly, my, my bad. Jesus I had a cough. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Um, so I'm going with Ghostbusters. Ivan Reitman. Um, 
he did a lot with this movie. Um, they threw the script at him and had a, a short production window to get everything done. Mm-hmm. And he was able to get it all done. The movie actually goes went into theaters without all the special effects done. Um, they didn't actually finish all that until it really? came out later. Yeah, on hmm. the, to video and stuff. Um, he came up with a lot of uh, stage production stuff. So, like, the scene where, like, Dana's floating upside down uh, above Peter on the bed is, like, a total thing that he took from uh, Broadway. She's on a platform. She's actually there. It's not special effects. It's, she's literally, like, hanging over him, floating, and everything's hmm. floating around. Um, just did a fucking fantastic job making it all work. So I went with Ivan Reitman. Uh, I went with uh, Best Director, uh, Ghostbusters, Ivan Reitman, by a long fucking shot. Uh, Joe Dante. We're doing uh, Wild Card. Wild Card, that's exactly what I was going for. Uh... <laughs> I went with uh, Harold Ramis, or Rest in Pieces. Pieces? Jesus fuck! <laughs> was he hacked up? <laughs> why? Why? Because I fucking could, that's why. Rest, rest in Pieces. I forgot I forgot he fell into a wood chipper. That's right. That's how Harold Ramis died. Thank you very much. Uh, excuse me, he... Oh my god, he fell into the wood chipper. <laughs> so so, why, so what, what's your thought on that? Uh, it was just nice to see. It was weird because I know that no matter how good, I'm not a big remake person. But I, I you know, I've come to accept the part. As much as I love horror movies, there will always be remakes. There will always be sequels, whether I want them or not. And Ghostbusters is just one of those. And I know that the Ghostbusters, uh, you know, 2000, what fuck ever. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. It's coming out. It, it, it's happening. <laughs> Well, it happened four well, years happened, ago. Well, it happened, Twelve times now, there by now, huh? The 2021. And, and, and it's just, you know, I watch this and I think, okay, how are they going to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't. And, you know, you're, you're absolutely fucking but right, But you know Tom. what? I'm going to go out there on a limb and say... It's going to be a piece of, of shit. There's a lot of little girls out there who sure. watch that movie and were fucking psyched to see a whole team... Of women on the screen leading them into. Did you like that movie? I did not. Well, you don't have to. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Like, the that's the beautiful it. part yeah. about it is that little, really there were did. little girls out there that were like, "Hey, we see people that look like us, and that's I've fucking got absolutely so good." No problems whatsoever. I've got a three-year-old daughter. Good, because I'll take you down. <laughs> I've got no doubt about <laughs> you that. You know it. <laughs> and she watched that with me, and she, you know, I was just so bored. Yeah. And these women, you know, I was watching this, I was like, I, I do not want my daughter to be one of these women. <laughs> no, I just don't. I think there are worse women smart, could brilliant be like. woman who kicks ass and fights ghosts. Uh, you're right. Smart, brilliant? Where do you get like that, that at? I mean, you know. I think, um, do I, I think want my girl to be smart and brilliant? Fuck yeah, 110%. I think it could have been... But it was sure as um, fuck wasn't in this movie. <laughs> I think it could have been done better. Way better. But I think it's a very good start. A good start, I will not argue with you on that. So we're on so Defining Moment? Yes. Uh, we are on Wild Card. Yeah, so what was your Wild Card? Oh, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Rest in Peace is Hell, Ramus. Hmm. But just for just for uh, still know, confused, whatever. but... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, All Matt, right, go yeah. ahead. No, don't be. Wild Card. Alright, uh, for my wild card, I'm honoring Gremlins with the biggest badass award for Lynn Pelter killing three Gremlins. First yeah. by Mixer, then by Knife, yes. then by Microwave. She uh, kills us. Like, Number two. Yes, I wish there were like, more genuine horror scenes in that. And just the intensity on her face that she's killing him. Like, she's really out for blood. It was awesome yeah. to see. So I just had to give her a shout out with my wild card. 
That's a That's fucking cool. really yeah. good one. Um, we were we were talking about that earlier. Actually, she gets some of the best kills in the whole movie. It's she does. so yeah. good, and she's she just, she just does it. It's easy. So, yeah. uh, my wild card goes to Ghostbusters most underrated character award. Lewis Tully. It's funny oh, as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I love when he's he's having his party in his apartment. He invites uh, clients instead of friends, so he can it's a tax write off for him. So when people come in, he's giving everybody his, uh, you know, he's giving everyone their financial information and shit. He wants to play Parcheesi. <laughs> who invited the dog or who brought the dog, whatever. He's funny. And, you know, he's... Um, I turned my he, TV up loud, too. So yes, right. He's, he's desperate for Dana's attention. He's, Jesus He's Christ. so, like... There's fucking tender, man. He's endearing. <laughs> he's funny and he's sweet and he's stupid and he's, like... He's just, he's such a fucking good character. And then, you know, and I know we're not talking about Ghostbusters 2, but he kind of goes further into that. And he's, he really is just such a fucking good guy. Mm-hmm. And I love him. So he's, that's my wild card. It's it's great that you mentioned Ghostbusters 2, because my wild card award is Best Sequel. Ah, Because both go. of these movies had sequels that came out relatively soon after mm-hmm. the success of these movies. Um, and both of them either get shit on or kind of praised a lot. Um, uh, Ghostbusters 2 is, you know, Vigo the Carpathian, and you get, you know, mm-hmm. fucking, they're in the Statue of Liberty playing Jackie Wilson's higher and higher <laughs> fucking yeah. great stuff. Um, Gremlins 2 is, like, a total fucking, like, satire on itself. Yeah. And it's so fucking great and weird. Joe Dante was just like... And there's the funny court scenes the where it's like, scene. you know, I was stuck in an elevator had to meet the whole time. <laughs> yeah. You know, like fucking Hulk yeah. Hogan mad in a movie theater. <laughs> like Leonard Maltin's there. It's, it's it's a fucking like crazy thing. Yeah. I love Gremlins too, and I love Ghostbusters too. But I gave the edge to Ghostbusters too because I think there's just some slightly more memorable things. Like Vigo the Carpathian no. uh, is so fucking cool. The way he steps out of the painting and he put he turns Ray into that fucking like bear looking creature thing. I fucking love Ghostbusters too. All right, Wayne. We are to our last category: best picture. Thank God, Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ, let's get this fucking done. Well. I mean, there's there's no movie like it. There was no movie like it at the time. I don't think there's been a movie like it since. It pretty much stands on its own as the type of movie it is. And, yeah, it's, it's just uh, iconic. And I give it my best picture. Nice. Are you saying uh, Ghostbusters or uh, what's up? I'm saying Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Okay, I think we missed the first yeah. little part there, what you said. Yeah. Okay. All right. My bad. I apologize. Um, I also went with Ghostbusters. I really do love Gremlins. I'm sorry, April. I love Gremlins. I think Gremlins. It's it's uh it's memorable. It's you know I I can still watch it as adult and feel feel that fear that you felt when you were a kid, which really is cool to feel. You know, I mean, it it doesn't happen a lot. I think it's just the music. The music really does that. Um, but Ghostbusters just has something special. I don't know if it was like that it was a passion project. It was something that friends got together and they, and they got in on it. It's kind of like, it has a different spirit behind it. No pun intended. (laughs) No pun intended. But it's, um, it's just got that special something that there's, there's very few movies that have that, that the viewer can watch it and just really take something away from it other than just, well, it's a movie about ghosts or whatever. Like, 
they're all, they're friends. It's a movie about friendship. It's a movie about bringing a city together. It's it's a movie about saving people. It's a movie about paranormal and all. It's 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 got a lot of shit going on there, and I think that that makes it something um, something really special that you don't see all the time. Yeah, I agree. There is just an an air to Ghostbusters that. Uh, makes it the hands down better movie. I, I like Gremlins a lot. I, I do. I, I just think Ghostbusters is iconic for so many reasons. And to think that you know this could have had fucking Eddie Murphy and Pee Wee Herman and Michael <laughs> Keaton and like it could have would have been a totally fucking different movie. Like uh, and it, it just fucking worked out. And to know that it was like such a fucking rush job, like a movie mm-hmm. they were just like, okay, we have a very small window to fucking make this, and they just fucking threw it all together and fucking worked long hours to to, to pop it out. And make something that is that iconic and, and memorable is fucking impressive. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. So that wraps up our awards. We are going to tabulate the votes. <laughs> we don't really have to do much tabulating. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we will be back with our winner. All right. We have tabulated the votes and we have a winner. Uh, but first I'm going to run through the, the Facebook poll that we have. Um, it was kind of a runaway on the Facebook poll. Uh, 96 votes for Ghostbusters to, to 19 votes for Gremlins. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, off. Kind of got his ass kicked. Uh, some video landers had some comments, though. Uh, Ryan Smith, uh, fabled, legendary <laughs> video lander. Godfather. Bearded, bearded yes. God. Yes. Uh, said, I love Gizmo and the Gremlins and the whole look and the idea, but Gus- Ghostbusters is just a better movie in most respects. No Not respect wrong. to Gizmo. Uh, Merv House said, this is like asking, do I like steak or ribs better? I enjoy both equally. It just depends what mood I'm in. Mm. Um, you got, uh, Tori, Tori <laughs> I wrote steak. I prefer a good steak, you know? Uh, but Tori Bazold said, uh, that's so hard to compare, even though both are comedies. They both have such great moments and creepy scenes. Uh, if I had to compare comedy wise, Ghostbuster wins. If I had to give it to horror elements, Gremlins wins. Mm, I, th- I think that's, that's pretty fair. That's a good answer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I that's really good. Yeah. Totally fair. Good, good, good input there. Um, but that doesn't really matter because what matters is what happened at the table tonight. Even as <laughs> fucked up <laughs> and weird as it was, uh, tonight our votes were also pretty much like the poll. Absolute runaway. Ghostbusters had 58 and Gremlins had 16. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> so, Long ways. Gremlins is completely off the table. We're not even going to talk about it anymore. Thank God. But we have to have one more discussion tonight, and that is, do we think Ghostbusters deserves to be kicked up to the council for Pantheon? Wayne, give us a simple yes or no. Yes. I believe it, des- uh, it deserves a kick up. All right. More words than I needed from you, but it's okay. <laughs> it's what I do, bro. Matt, this uh, where do you where do you stand on the Pantheon kickup? Absolutely yes. Um, this movie is nearly perfect in every respect. Um, I'm kind of I'd, I'd be kind of interested to see the original script as filmed, like with them in space, it's hunting goats. Yeah. But the fact that they were able to scale it down. Uh, to this, you know, to New York City on Earth, like present day, and for it to work so well is just like incredible. Mm-hmm. And to balance the comedy and the horror and everything, it's just great. It's iconic. I never get tired of watching it. It is Pantheon. Rach, what about you? Fuck yes. I think it deserves a place. I think that um, everybody on our council and in AV should watch it. Um, and, and really think about what you like about it, the things you don't like about it. Make sure you watch it before you vote. 
Uh, but personally, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it absolutely deserves a spot. But really watch it and decide what you like about it, what you don't like, and then just make an educated decision. Absolutely. Uh, so I guess it comes down to me. Um, you know, look, when you think about Ghostbusters without watching it, you just think, like, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, it deserves to be in Pantheon. It's fucking iconic. It's classic in every way. When you watch it with a more critical eye, you do see some cracks in the foundation here and mm-hmm. there. Um, but they are nowhere near enough to keep this out of Pantheon's kick up for me. Um, so I'm definitely kicking it up to the council and that, that's four yeses here. All so right. the council, well, <laughs> all four of us are on the council. So, yep. uh, doesn't mean we will vote yes when it comes time, but it does mean that we want to see it kicked up and have everyone kind of look at it. Um, so we will see from there, uh, in three weeks time, whether or not Ghostbusters actually gets in. All, all right. right. That's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, Hey Wayne, you got any uh, comments about this particular marathon? I have none. Okay, sorry. good. That's that's the best answer <laughs> you could have given me, Wayne. Um, <laughs> Matt, what about you? Matt, what about you? Uh, about what? Uh, just how did you feel about this particular versus? Oh, it was it was really fun. Um, I mean, on paper, it made sense. I mean, it's a little bit sad that none of us thought like the Gremlins was all that, <laughs> but I still had fun watching both these movies, and I'm glad I was. I'm glad I was a part of it. Rich? Um, you know, I think that they're both amazing movies, but they're, they're both so different. Um, I just, if we take away any, anything from this, I would like it to be, watch the movie, really watch it, pay attention to the quotes, the acting, the, the characters, the script, everything, and just make a really, really educated, um opinionated vote not just like oh yeah i saw ghostbusters thought it was cool like yeah i'll vote yes like really watch it because we've sat down for a long time and talked about it and thought about it and really analyzed it to death and it would be cool to see other people put that same effort in too so just Mm -hmm. you know just take the time yeah um yeah i i I liked it i yeah you're right matt it sucks that like gremlins got like so beat down because it's not like gremlins is awful or anything it just is going up against ghostbusters sometimes sometimes we have you know those versus or marathons where like a movie slaughters because it's just that significantly better like one movie's really kind of bad but like i don't feel like either of these are bad movies it's just ghostbusters just like fucking runs most of these categories it just has the it has the edge over gremlins for sure yeah absolutely All right, so that wraps us up for tonight. Wayne, where can we catch you? You can catch me on Instagram or uh, Facebook on uh, Adventures in Video Land. Cool. Matt? Uh, You can catch me on Facebook, Twitter, um, WordPress. I actually did recently join Instagram for the purposes of my internship. I don't know how much involved (laughs) I'm going to be, but I'm on there. So you you can find me anyways. Rachel? Uh, You can find me on Facebook. Instagram. I recently joined Twitter, but have not Ooh. figured out how to use it yet. No one does. Um, I mostly <laughs> joined it for Jeffree Star contests, so fuck if I know. But, um, <laughs> you can nice. find me there as well, and that's that's pretty much it. I'm too old to know the rest. <laughs> um, and you can find Adventures in Video Land on Twitter and Instagram and Pornhub and I, it, I think XXNX. you can door dash us I think run.com <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but most I've importantly tried. the conversation begins and ends where? Facebook Facebook Adventures of Video Land alright peace out we'll catch you next time Video Landers
Bye.